You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hello, 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 squirrels. It's me, Hillary Yaz, back, back, back again for another episode of Squirrel Talk. Ooh, I am live and on location in my room. This isn't live for you, but it's live for me at this moment. In my room here in Kingston, Ontario, I'm working on the Fringe Festival. I have my one-person show. I'm recording my comedy to hopefully put out an album. Oh, I'm so nervous. I hope it goes well. I have my first show tonight. If it goes well, I, uh, well, I mean, you, you probably won't see any news about me in the papers. That's all I'm saying. Okay, anyway, but we have... Um, like a wonderful guest to cover for my darling Selena Vile, who is shooting a movie. Gosh darn it. Why why does our success take us so far apart? Isn't that awful? Um, but I have an amazing guest, and I'm gonna be uh guesting on their podcast, I think next week at some time. So check that out. Um, it is the one and only um one of my sisters from another mister. Um, from the upcoming season of Camp Wanakiki, season four premiering on Out TV, it is the one and only Flapjack. Come on out, Flap. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, horse. How y'all doing? It's Flapjack. Oh my goodness. Ah, you're here. It's me. I'm here. I'm queer. And I was so excited to be on Squirrel Talk this morning that I woke up with two whole nuts in my mouth. Um, two so, whole nuts. Two. Yes. And I know you've got a lot of nuts around your house. My goodness. Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of nuts, especially down at our local community nonprofit, Glory Home. I, I was um, talking about your partner or your husband. Oh, He's a well, nut. He's he a is, nut. He is quite a nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, yes, he, he, is, he is the nut. That's for sure. Um, and he's, 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 he's kind of furry like a squirrel, too. So that's been fun. Oh, is he? Ooh, tell me more. But no, no, no. I know. The last time surprised. I saw, you know, do you, do you remember the last time I saw the two of you? We parted ways because we did our show in Boston, thanks to Coleslaw, our, yes. our sister. Friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah, friend of the pod. Is she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm not everyone. sure if I like this podcasting <gasps> thing. Hmm, oh, yes. Hmm, I yes. think that she would have an amazing podcast. You it have would have to be a solo show. You have to know who Coleslaw is, everybody. Coleslaw has the most outrageous voice. And you think she's putting it on, but no. That's just how she talks. It is. Yeah, it's completely natural, unscripted. Mm. Um, <laughs> when she was born, that, that, that was how she started talking, too. <laughs> the doctors don't know what happened. Like It just defies medical science, honestly. <laughs> um, they gave her the spank of life, and she just said, I hate mayo. I hate no, it's not mayo. It's, uh, mayo. it's coleslaw. Oh, I hate coleslaw. Oh, damn. Vinegar okay, wow. or mayo. Mm. That's the one. Mm. Um, yeah, her taglines are going to be... Everything she said will be a tagline. I hate I hate her for that. I hate her. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should know that better because I actually just made a soundboard for my podcast, Flapping and Fawning, and it you're on it. Col- is it just all coleslaw sounds? <laughs> Most of them are, yes. Because um, we're going to be reviewing the Camp Wanakiki episodes, and so I thought um, having I, a button... Did I make oh, you a soundboard? Oh, you did. I've got one oh. where you say, I spent this one night in a ditch. And then there's, what's the other one? Oh, it's like, 
what, whenever says so, whenever someone says something that isn't special, but I want to make them feel special. I, I have the one where you say, uh, "Wow, is that special?" Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be my shade button. <laughs> You're famous. You, you know me. I am. I am like one of the most delightfully cheerful, kind, <laughs> extremely shady people uh, yes. on the planet. <laughs> I, I thought that would be an appropriate button for you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, when we first met, we were at the airport. You lost your luggage. I helped you, but I made fun of you the whole time. Yes, yes, um, you it's did, fun. and I appreciated your shout out on the on your YouTube channel, um, saying that you were keeping me from exploding. Because that mm-hmm. is definitely what I was feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all it all worked out in the end. Uh, yeah, if you didn't know, Flapjack, um, we met. Um, actually going to camp at Camp Wanakiki on the plains and they lost all, like practically all their luggage. Well, not all of it, but like some of it. And that that's yeah. not what you want to have happen to you no. when you're headed to and like a competition. <laughs> and the thing was when it was, I blame United Airlines, don't fly them. When, um, yeah. But when we, when we went to get help from the representative, one of the things they asked me was, well, how much was it worth? Oh, and no. for me, I had just spent priceless a lot of time making every single thing that was in there because it was i think that was my costume bag i had my costumes and my makeup and my padding mm-hmm. and so i was like it's worth millions yeah <laughs> but they did not feel the same when really at cvs <laughs> it's probably worth about 375 dollars 22 you know like and a long receipt yeah and a, lo- and a very <laughs> long receipt um, okay, but we uh, the last time I saw you and I left, left you was in Boston at, at Coleslaw's, our big, not premiere party, but preview party. The Sugar Bakers yes. kept telling us, it's not a premiere, it's a preview. It's a preview. It's big a preview. Um, <laughs> yeah, big diff, big whoop, Sugar Bakers, come on. Um, <laughs> but, they, but the last time I saw you was outside the club, um, helping your poor husband who was so oh, drunk. Oh, yeah. He, and you were, he had a really and you good time. Were on such a brave face. You were just like, I'm fine. Everything is fine. We're going to get him home. Nothing is wrong, Hillary. Like, you need, I was like, do you need help, Flapjack? Like, I mean, I've already helped no. you a lot in your life. Um, I'm not sure if I can stop again. Uh, you're like, I'm fine. Everything is fine. We're going to. So I assume you survived. I assume everything. Okay. We, yes. Everyone got home. Um, we had a healthy conversation about that night. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, everything's great. Um, Danny still makes my wigs, which is wonderful. That's the thing. <laughs> and, exactly, because you you can't get rid of him because he makes all your drag for you. No? It, well, I, <laughs> about 50%, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's your photographer, Speaking, and he's your yes, lover, and he's your lover, cute little squirrel. He is my mm-hmm. cute squirrel. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually really funny like because I learned how to sew from his mom and mm-hmm. she was a tailor when he was growing up and so and he's from Vietnam so mm-hmm. the way I learned was we would FaceTime his mom in the middle of the night and she would speak Vietnamese to me to explain wow. how to sew Danny would translate I had no idea what was going on I just knew when she screamed I need to stop sewing <laughs> um, so well, I have to yeah. say we can't we can't talk about like practically any of the stuff that happens on Camp Wanahiki due to NDA and well the fact that we want everyone to be excited and surprised when the show finally comes out. Right. Like 
pretty soon honestly pretty soon yeah i i'm i'm waiting on a date um that would be really nice to have i can't wait to have uh to share with the world but it definitely gave me a lot of faith when we went to the preview uh, preview party because i just spent months freaking out (laughs) about what don't call it a premiere party don't call it a premiere party betty will be very mad at you yes (laughs) yeah right Uh, she'll just show up on on my front porch you know they used to be from well, they lived in Alabama for a little while, so I wouldn't Did they really? to show up on my doorstep. Yeah, because they went to college at Auburn University, oh. um, which is only about three hours from where I live. Um, so they both and, went to college together? Yep. God, those twins are never apart. They really are twins. The sugar bakers are twins. Hard to, <laughs> Since very, <birth>. hard, <laughs> very hard to tell them apart, honestly. It is. Yeah. I thought I had gotten the swing of it, but then in Boston I did accidentally call Cherry Betty and uh-huh. yeah. And Cherry didn't take it well. So, um, mm-hmm. if I don't win camp on a Kiki, that's probably why. Exactly. Well, you <laughs> insulted them. So you're, you're done. You're over. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm kind of- well, okay. But you, but I mean, like we can talk about the stuff that we have seen, like the preview party, you show, you turned up in this amazing, um, <laughs> like ridiculous Jack in the Box dress that you constructed. It was it was really yes. cool. Thank you. Yeah, that was. I think that's my favorite thing that I've ever made. Um, I had always kind of don't I, say I too to, much. Don't say too I, much. <laughs> I know to be careful at the tiptoe. But the it was I, really I, I cool. love to play on words with my name. Um, so I, like things like flap Jack in the box, I had been throwing around for a really, really, really long time and right. getting to develop the skills, like to finally be able to construct that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I don't know, I look back on that look all the time and I'm just like, okay, okay. Yeah, my is, my one here. thought about my one thought about it was like, Wow, you are committed. You you want to get that picture real bad because, like, <laughs> girl, you are not going to be able to sit down in that. Like, it is not. No, it is not. That was- watching. <laughs> it is not watching a preview premiere friendly at all. <laughs> well, and and the thing was, I totally forgot that you, like that it's an IMAX theater that we were going to be I watching know. it in. So my wig was huge, right? <laughs> and I like I only saw half of the episode, and I saw it was the bottom half. So I'm looking forward to seeing the top half this fall because <laughs> I just I couldn't see over it. Uh, <laughs> But it really, it's, it's such a good season. I can't wait. Like already from the first episode, what we got to see, I have really, really, really high hopes for it. You know, it's just, it's, it's taking a quicker pace from the previous seasons and I'm here for it. We got to see, we got to see the first episode of Camp Wanakiki and it was really good. And like, yeah, like you said, one of the best things is uh, the pace is a lot quicker. It's a lot snappier. I found it very funny. Not mm-hmm. just talking about myself. I thought it was just really good. Um, Same. And I do have to say that, you know, as shows progress, like, I guess they get better. And, um, like, the looks that we brought all season were quite, like, exceptional as well. So, like, I, I, I don't agree. think people are going to be disappointed. I think people are going to be pretty surprised about um, the elevation that has occurred with Camp Wana Kai Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree i also no i have to say i loved your canadian tuxedo look as well at oh, thank um, you at the pre- preview party because you got the reference, the, you got the reference. I, I did we so <laughs> my friend <clears throat> my friend and i before i became a um a more woke person 
I would mm-hmm. celebrate Canada Day down here in Alabama. <laughs> uh, and I, I had a small group of friends where we would always celebrate Canada Day by going to a Mexican restaurant. And okay. um, we would all wear Canadian tuxedos. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and so that, I saw you wearing that and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like my, my high school dreams come to life. Yeah, there was no, there was no exception. I mean, when I was, I mean, I'm the first Canadian on Wanakiki. And so, I mean, the joke is just so obvious to constantly point out the fact that I'm Canadian. Um, so, I mean, like, the you know, getting that, just finding a vintage thing and doing a Canadian tuxedo for a runway for a camp drag show just made so much mm-hmm. sense to me. I mean, and I should have thought of it first. You know, I, I should have just made Canadian jokes all season. Why you, you're not Canadian? I know that's that's the joke. <laughs> but I mean, you have your you have your shtick too. Because are are you not? Well, you're the first Alabama queen that was ever. I am. Yeah. yeah, I'm the first from Alabama. If you don't count the sugar bakers, um. So yeah, yeah that, and I don't I don't know of any drag queen that has um uh, that has claimed Birmingham, Alabama, as their home um, mm. on any drag <clears throat> reality competition. Uh, but I know Trinity the Tuck was on cast at a um at a bar that we have here in town but when she went mm-hmm. on she claimed orlando florida but although in all-star seven she's been talking mm-hmm. a lot about birmingham and alabama so um i don't know it's been nice to get those little shout outs because it doesn't happen too often i mean us. i live she she definitely has your <laughs> she definitely has your sound you know it, she does the birmingham yeah. sound <laughs> And well, my drag mother is actually her her drag daughter. So in, in a long distance way, Trinity is my grandma. But I yeah. never met her. I don't think no. she claims me the way I claim her. Um, but I, it's nice to know that there is some royalty in the blood. Okay. Apparently, there's a street cleaner going by my window right now. What the hell? A street cleaner? Pause. Are there a lot of? <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> um, hello, hello. So- <laughs> Okay, so street cleaner gone. Um, yeah, Trinity, definitely. That's that's really cool. Yeah, my God. Well, I mean, you can't always claim relationships, but you, I mean, hey, I think you I sound mean, like if, Trinity. Trinity's a good they lineage to come from, right? And you know, she actually went to one of my rival high schools, which is the crazy thing, honestly, because people would always ask, like, "Oh, do you know Ryan Taylor?" When they found out I did drag, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard a thing or two about them." Uh, um, you're the Trinity yeah. Tuck of Camp Wanakiki. Basically, you could say that. I had my ass out most of the time. And, yeah. And I guess like, <laughs> um, there's been some other Southern. There's uh, obviously Geneva Convention, Little uh, Miss Kitty Littler ATX. Yes. Is there, is there anybody Be- else? Believing in Rhapsody. Queen Farad is from Atlanta. And oh, Atlanta. I'm actually, okay. we're doing a show together next week. So she's going to come do my show. Um, over in Birmingham. I'm really excited to have her. And Ooh. Shanid is also staying in Atlanta. So um, I'm oh. trying to get both of them at the same time. But I'm not sure so, if we'll get both. So Shanid is actually in Atlanta now? I thought, because she was <clears throat> living in New York, right? Or something? Or Bro- the Bronx? Allegedly. Brooklyn? She, oh. so, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Allegedly. Oh, is this I don't know. Are you I don't know her life. Yeah, I'll spill some nuts. Um, <laughs> so I don't know her life. But I do know that it said New York on the show, but mm-hmm. she was in Atlanta for pretty much the entirety of the show. And now oh. she's in Atlanta as well. So 
I don't know. I don't know how that happened or what happened there, who got the paperwork wrong, or if she is from New York originally and now is in Atlanta or what's going on. But I know that she's close to me because I, you know, there's not many. I mean, as you know, it's kind of a desert for finding Camp Wanakiki people in our areas because everyone's from the Midwest. Um, So I've just been desperately searching to find some people I can do a takeover show with. Yeah, I mean, I have nobody. I'm I'm the only person up here at this point. Um, oh, and if the rumors are true, I don't think it's there's going to be any more northern people for <gasps> the next season, at least. But you never know. Oh. You never know. I wonder if there'll be more international people, though. I think that would be really cool. I feel like uh, there are yeah. there are folks in Europe that I've seen. Like I've I've had Ooh. a couple of DMs from folks that um, do you really think interested? someone would come over come over from the UK to do Camp Wanakiki? I mean, you know, that would be I would love it if um, if the prize money was worth it for that. Yeah. That would be great. That would be really cool. Yeah. I don't know where they, maybe, maybe they would. Or if at least they'd cover, you know, our plane ticket or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you had people at all feel like you're now suddenly just thrown into fame and they think you like have all this money or something? Has that happened to you? Um, honestly, I feel like, I don't think, some people are like, oh, you're on Camp, <laughs> Camp Wanakiki. What's that? Uh, or, I don't know. <laughs> I think it, it doesn't necessarily have the same clout as Drag Race. I mean, even as big as Drag Race has become, I still think there's a large segment of the population <clears throat> that doesn't even know what that is. So, right. I think you always have to keep reminding yourself, like, drag is still a niche thing. Like, not everyone's into it. <laughs> so true. Like I've had, I've had some folks, you know, especially like younger entertainers in our town. We we recently had like the, um, the baby drag queen boomers all pop around uh, in Birmingham, and a lot of them have kind of gathered around me, which I really love. Um, oh. But it's it's made my head a little bigger than it should be, honestly. <laughs> well, that's really um, good. I so mean, that's I don't. Been nice. I don't think it's made my head much bigger. I mean, like I have been building some stuff here in Toronto, but like. I don't know. I don't necessarily think that people are treating me much different. In Toronto, it's a pretty competitive scene. Like, there's a lot of queens. Mm. And, I mean, this is kind of the center of the country in terms of uh, a lot of things, entertainment-wise. So, like, uh, you know, and all of the Canada's Drag Race girls are kind of... from Toronto. (laughs) A lot of us are from Toronto. Because, I mean, you know, it's kind of the melting pot or place where a lot of people come to. The big city... Um, you know, yeah, I, you know, I think it was this season that I finally, of of Canada's Drag Race that I realized how diverse Toronto is, um, you know, we were hearing all these people's stories and, um, you know, you have people who do not look the same and Mm. like, it sounds like there's a lot of like refugee stories. I remember that with, I think it was Ocean Aqua Black in season two. Um, and Jada as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, Jada originally, I think, from Barbados or St. Lucia. Yeah. yeah. But, like, there is a story there. A lot of queens have stories, and Toronto is very diverse. Um, we've got people from all over. Um, and so it kind of creates a very interesting, as we call it, cultural tossed salad. Um <laughs> Of a city that honestly makes Toronto unlike it, almost everywhere in Canada. You know, like if yeah. you go outside the, the city, like it's very different. Like people are like, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. 
Um, and so do you feel like, okay, not that I'm like suddenly interviewing you, but do you feel that like in <laughs> Toronto, the entertainers are, are really diverse as well? Like, do you, like, is it, is it just what we see on Canada's Drag Race or is that what life is actually like? Do you, do you work with people who like don't look, look like you all the time? That's, I think that's really cool. If, if so. um, yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, uh, you know, if they let me work with them at all, I mean, like, cause I think that's also <laughs> kind of talking about like our subsection of like drag too. And you mm. probably relate with this. Um, I mean, I know you're a pillar of your community. Um, I am. Yes, I am the <laughs> central. The, so it's the kind pillar. of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I have to keep reminding myself that I think I actually am kind of a pillar for some people, but like, mm, it's, it's, it's a little more ambiguous. Um, but like, if not a pillar, you're certainly a staple. Yeah. But you know, like campy, campy drag, I think is, it's always kind of treated a little bit second rate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always kind of like oh yeah you guys do your thing <laughs> you know we're yeah. gonna keep putting stones on our pageant gowns and that's what drag is like i'm like calm down like <laughs> yeah i agree it's like just just because we are making you laugh because we look a little ridiculous like we're also in on the joke you know yeah. um and yeah, yeah, yeah. i i think a couple of weeks ago you talked about comedy being an institution that people like and it actually can learn. Is. Yeah. And yeah. Well, it, honestly, when you, I wanted to share with you, when you said that, I was like, oh, I, didn't, I had no idea that people mm. went to learn comedy. I thought you were either born funny or that you were born a dud. But I've learned <laughs> because I went and signed up. Like I found out that we have improv comedy classes in Birmingham. So I went and signed up and I was like, well, I, I want to make sure I'm funny all the time, not just like yes. when I'm able to do off the cuff. So yes. um, yeah, I'm doing that now. And um, I've learned that even duds can be funny. So that's great. <laughs> and you are not a dud. You are a milk dud. You are a jack in the back. Mm. Jack in the back. Um, I, I mean, like come on. Yeah. Comedy is a skill like anything else. I mean, like, yeah. You think you come out of your mom's womb dancing? I, not necessarily. Maybe some people have natural rhythm and skill. Or like when I was a baby, 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 a baby, apparently uh, my mom, uh, was just kind of walking around the house and she heard this whistling and apparently I was a whistling baby. (laughs) (laughs) So I came out of the, I I don't know, but apparently I, I have an inborn skill to whistle out of the womb. (laughs) So that's weird. Oh my God. It's like your, that that Peppa Pig video. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Can you whistle? But it's very that like comedy is is a skill to a lot of degree. Like you have to like know what is funny and mm-hmm. what you know like what makes people laugh. What makes people like re- feel that release? I kind of think it's a bit of like like a happy a happy version of like letting an emotion go, uh, like letting a trauma go, like a shared mm. trauma in a happy kind of way. Um. It's it's very it's yeah. kind of complicated and deep when you like really think too much about it. 
It, it really, really is. You know, like actually, I had the class last night, and so the the thing that really stuck out to me was I I found that I was always trying to go for like I'm gonna make everyone laugh right now, but really yeah. I need to just stay within the realm of like what we're talking about, and that and that made to like way funnier scenes than what we were able to do before. Um, yeah. But you're so right, like we're we're creating this experience together, and especially with improv, like the audience is in on that journey with you. Um, so. Yeah, that's a special experience. It's it it's really is. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that you're taking improv. I mean, yeah, take take comedy seriously. As as I don't know if you, but if you know any clowns, clowns are some of the most serious people I know. <laughs> like, I do, well, actually, I do know clowns. Yes, it's so They're retired, ironic. But yeah, yeah, but it's so <laughs> ironic. Clowns take it so seriously, and it, it is because it's very much about timing and rhythm and all kinds of stuff. And I remember. Uh, and I, I think I said this on the pod, you know, Fear, Fear Salicious on Canada's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. She, uh, yes. she came and took my improv class. And um, I got to tell you, if I can make her funny, I can make anyone funny. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my um, favorite joke that, now. That's my favorite it, I joke. Mean, it's the truth, though. And but she, I mean, uh, it doesn't work, doesn't work for everybody. Eve 6000 took yeah. my class, too. And well... We yeah. saw how that went. Yeah. I mean, um, wait for the big reveal. <laughs> it didn't work that well. I no, I, I love you, Eve. Up. I love you, Eve. I, I really love, love you, Eve. Eve. And the, <laughs> I have I go back and look at her the lion runway that she did. Oh my god! You know the one where oh she she's in the mouth every yeah. single week. Like it's there's so not a week crazy. that goes by where I'm not like this is next level. Like I I, I love everything about that one. But I'm loving Canada's Drag Race 3 because I think they've really found a nice balance uh, between personality and also, like, looks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I think season two, it was it was a little bit light on interesting uh, opinions. They, like, yeah. the people were really good at, like, fashion and looks. But the, I don't know, the personality felt weak. So, I, like, I was always, like, just kind of bored by the episode and I'd love the runway. But Same. this time, I'm living like it. We're back into a good territory. Yeah, I'm. I'm loving the pacing of it. Um, I. I think the judges need some tweaking, <laughs> but yeah. otherwise, I'm. I'm enjoying it. And the. I don't know, but for I. I, I don't know what it is about um, Canada's Drag Race specifically, but they. They kind of have struggled with that judges panel uh, since season yeah. one. But yeah. it's given us some iconic moments. So. Um, I think that they should just use their time better, maybe, and uh, and work on the judges panel. But who who was the I guest agree. judge? Not to get too far ahead, but the, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is going out. The guest judge for this week was uh, so good. I yeah. can't remember her name. I should look it yeah, up. Yeah, I can't remember her either. But uh, she, I think she's on next week again too. So we'll figure it out by then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't come to talk about this show to actually do my homework. I just talk about it. Where I mean, like. That's what I good leave, podcasters do. I leave the fashionista details to the fashionistas. Everybody does Canada's Drag Race podcast. Go listen to one of them if you want to know what I, I want to talk <laughs> shit. Um, yes. And I love speak- it because <laughs> I don't know any of these whores, but you have to work with them. So I am just going to go in <laughs> and say my opinions. Um, okay. So Camp, any any last words on Camp Wanakiki? Uh, do, do you love it? Do you like it? Did you have a good time? I, well... Yes and no. I had a yeah. great time. Um, I mean, but, you know, it's, honest, we were out in the woods. There was we, turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were wild turkeys. You, yes, you will hear more about that. That's for sure. Um, but, like, it's, it's 
a very – the thing I think people don't realize is, you know, you are just going through your life. Like, yes, you're making these costumes and prepping or whatever, but you are living your life. You're going to work. You're seeing your coworkers. And then, like, suddenly there's a day where there's a shift and you get on a plane and you're dropped mm-hmm. into this whole new reality. And yeah. it just felt like I wasn't myself for two weeks. Like, I, I when we were filming, I was just – in this flapjack bubble and all yeah. of y'all were like the only people I knew. And then to be jolted back out of that and try to just adjust back to normal life. That was, that was probably the hardest thing. Like I, I did have yeah. to go to counseling to like get my bearings together. Okay. Um, but yeah. it was, it was ultimately really good for my mental health to be able to recollect and say like, okay, just throw out the stuff that I didn't like, pick out the good stuff and really just mm-hmm. ride this wave. Um, yeah. but, Cause I think that, doing drag in such a competitive scene was very, very stressful for me. Like, especially yeah. with losing the luggage, like that just got, that, luggage, my nerves were oh my shot God. after that. But I definitely I've have done to pageants say, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you, and you won a pageant. You're at Miss MX, uh, Birmingham, I guess. Yeah. I'm Miss Central Alabama pride. So it's the, it was the first year they ever had a non-binary category, That's um, so for cool. that. So yeah, it was, it was great. And the, it, it was. I think it was one of the best pageants of the um, of the whole series because they have six of them, um, a few titles for uh, people who are assigned male, assigned female, and then present female, present male, yeah. um, and then they had the non-binary and newcomer divisions as well. So it was a special year. Yeah, I mean, definitely Camp One Kiki was a was a ride. It's definitely a ride, and we're done, and it's gonna happen. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, okay, but Canada Strike Race <laughs> season three. Um, yeah, we totally need to get into this this episode. Um, okay. Before we get Let's to the it. break, why don't we just quickly go over this mini challenge? Mm-hmm. Um, tuck talk, tuck talk, tuck talk. They force them to do tuck talks, an improv challenge. You are yes. a local improv expert. Did you have any standouts in this tuck talk idea? Or I did. Now I am a big Vivian fan. So I, uh, she, she really stuck out to me and I was like, can we just crown her already? Yeah. Um, I, I really, really liked her. I went, I was feeling jealous because in my day job, I teach students how to give presentations. And so yeah. I was like, this is just everything in my world. I wish I could be doing this right now. This is my challenge. Yeah. Um, I, so Vivian stuck out to me in a great way, but yeah. I was surprised that they didn't show any of chaos. Like, did you notice that? Well, maybe she was terrible. Yeah, it's that is possible. You know? I mean, some yeah, I think some people are born funny. <laughs> maybe she just stood there and was like, oh, "I don't know." Um, yeah. Oh well. I thought Vivian's little thing about you know cat hair, you know. Oh my! She <laughs> she just went off in these random ta- tangents. I really think she should have won. I think Jada though actually, <clears throat> she she was very natural too and really made it work. Really sold. Yeah. It. Jada did well, um, <clears throat> and I know the mini challenge doesn't matter too much. I, but I was also surprised yeah. that when she won. Um, yeah. But I, one of my favorite things though was I. I don't think they've I, aside from when they do like a a look based mini challenge, they don't normally give a description for what kind of quick track they should do. So I thought it was interesting mm. that they said like girl boss quick drag um i'm a sucker for a suit so i love seeing all the suits but that bob on bombay was a choice (laughs) um (laughs) Uh, bombay bombay likes uh, often makes choices um i mean she's a she's a fashion clown Mm -hmm. she loves to like she whips looks together and she's just she's she's a gazelle and she can make anything look good 
but also she she's like this queen of this um online twitch verse and oh she's, she's a on that oh yeah when she's on that i mean like she can get away with wearing anything because it's all about chaos on there not yes. the drag queen but like the the drama right. you know the, <laughs> what is it being chaotic oh you're yeah. so chaotic <laughs> um, or as i like to call it kind of just a bratty asshole but it's okay it's okay i <laughs> know <laughs> i get that though because i during the pandemic like that was i started in 2019 and so yeah. the pandemic was most of my drag career and mm. i did a online show and it streamed through twitch as well um and i get it yep that chaos is what drags people in because the most views uh-huh. i ever got on a video was when i shaved off my eyebrows no one else yeah. cared about the lip syncing i was doing no, no one cares about lip syncing. They want to see you drinking, taking drugs, mm-hmm. shaving yourself bald, getting away with things you shouldn't see on TV. I mean, right. life is just a wet t-shirt contest. And sometimes exactly. I hate I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think Vivian won. Jada won. She got $5,000 from Snag Tights. Good for her. Woo! Um, Vivian Vanderpuss is finally talking to me. So thank you, Vivian, for talking <gasps> to me. Oh my God. I want her to talk to me. I, I'll say uh, hi I'm to so her. Jealous. I'll say hi. I'll say hi to her from Flapjack. <laughs> yes. I, she, okay. So, you know, as you know, the sugar as you know, posted... as you know we, we right now are like 8,000 kilometers away. Yes. I, I am also about 8,000 kilometers away from Vivian because Toronto and Victoria are like all the way across oh. the country. Yeah. So I'm just as far I forget away from that, you as her. I forget that Canada is such a big place. It's um, stupidly big. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty massive, huh? Yeah. I, I shared that the photo of her and whichever sugar baker she was with, I think it was Cherry. And yeah. she she shared it in her story. And I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm adjacent. I'm famous. Ah. So I mean, let's I be honest. When, me. <laughs> when this season when this season started and Vivian and ironically, Irma, who is from the other side of the country in Newfoundland, when her yes. and Irma walked in, I was like, oh my God, Camp Wanakiki is camp, here. The camp like, has arrived. Both of them? Both of them. I'm like, and no shade, because I know some people might take it as shade to be called camp, I, which it's not. But like, yeah, they're both just fun and silly. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, anyway, I really like that. And, but... And they're good at it, and it's like it's like you said, like they they show why that is a skill. Um, and I, I really love them both. Irma and okay, so Vivian we should so take a, we should take our little break, and then get back to talking about Canada's drag race. All right, are you going to go pee or what do you do in Alabama? Do you have an outhouse? Yeah, I have an outhouse. Um, fortunately, <laughs> the leaves are starting to fall, so I'll be pretty clean well, by the time I get back. Well, she'll be back, <laughs> or she won't. Maybe she'll be eaten by a bear. <laughs> See you later, squirrels. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Uh, flap, flap. Did you get eaten by a bear? Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, well, no, okay. but there were. Yeah, there was a wild pack of platypi that chased me back into the house. But I've never heard of platypi. What kind of gay connotation is that? Do they have duck bills or something? Um, no, but they do uh, lay eggs inside uh, of. Oh my your, god! Um, well, mm-hmm, yeah, you, you have get the limited. Picture. You have limited time. Uh, we better get this podcast over with before it bursts. <laughs> chest bursts outside of you. 
Um, <laughs> ooh, okay, so uh, we were just <laughs> we were just talking about um, what was it? It was like, oh, I'm in Kingston right now. So I was just talking. Uh, um, last year, I was in Kingston doing the same Fringe Festival, doing my show Crofatica, which is a parody of Lady yes. Chromatica, like the whole thing. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> but I right, caught honestly. Yeah, thank you. Uh, right when I was about to finish. <laughs> Do you know who called me? Called up? It was it was the sugar, sugar bakers. <gasps> it was the sugar bakers saying, "Hey, would you like to go on camp on a Kiki season four? I know. And now I'm right back in Kingston right now. That is talking wild. about camp on a Kiki to Flapjack. Um, it is, which is a pretty crazy full circle moment. It's okay, you know what? Moment. Yeah, I'm gonna spill some more nuts. Um, okay. Okay. Did you know? I don't know. I did not get a call. I got an email. Oh yes, which is much less exciting. <laughs> so I think I, I think mine, mine was an email. I just like to say it was a call, so it's more dramatic. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I I was I was excited. Yeah, it was about a year ago as well. I guess when I got that when I got the email that morning, um, mm-hmm. and I was I was at work and I was like, what? It's, this is the, it's the it's really happening. Oh my god! So, Did you have to take a minute? Did you have to like go into the hallway? Um. I, I was at an event at work, um, yeah. so I kind of just had to be like, like screaming yeah. in my mouth, and then um, go give a presentation because that's why that. So, no, when I got yeah. when I got the the email or the call or whatever, I was exhausted from doing my play, and I was like, I just wanted to have a break. Now I have to get ready for camp uh-huh. on a kiki. Um, so yeah, you were asking uh, on break uh, about if I had told Selena, um, and yeah, I did. Because <gasps> I really needed advice. Scandal. I was like, I, but I mean, it's, it stays in the family, right? And it's like, it does I, stay in the family. I needed to be like, girls, I'm tired. Should I do this? And they needed mm. to tell me, yes, you should. So I'm glad they did because it was a really fun time. Um, but like, man, like. It was fun. It was. And I'm, it, I'm so glad that you took the opportunity. I but it was can't believe that you even thought twice about it. It was, it was a struggle. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, you get the thing, get the call, and it's like, okay, I have a, a less than a month to like mm-hmm. figure this whole thing out. Like ten looks, getting ready, all right? Of it, and you know? yeah, I also shared with a few of my seamstress family members um, who were mm-hmm. able to help me. And yeah. for me, the big, the big thing, the big thought that I had was okay, I just started. Am I sure that this is what I want to do right now? And like right. jump out in this way. Um, and I just, someone told me, <clears throat> someone told me, you know, when you get these opportunities, they're there for a reason. Yeah. Just take it. Just so just I'm, I'm, it. I'm ultimately glad I did. Um, it, so, but let's talk more about Canada's Drag Race and how it's not right for me. And I'll never be on Canada's Drag Race because they hate me. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a podcast and I talk shit about them all the time. So we're done. I'm done. Um, <laughs> so uh, we have the main challenge of today, which is uh, Jada, Jada, Jada Hudson gets to hand out different boxes with labels on them to each of the queens. <laughs> and then guess what? I surprise, surprise. Uh, she gets to be shady and hand all the, the boxes around <laughs> and think she's being really shady. She gives like mm-hmm. the basic box to Vivian. She gives the flirty box to uh, fierce. Uh, fierce because Fierce is acting like Fierce and kind of, you know, being a brat like usual. My favorite, my favorite was when uh, Jada gave Giselle the crusty box 
<laughs> like, I was like, how is that an aesthetic? That is just so fucked. Like, oh. also, well, are we allowed to cuss on this podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. Is that a please. Thing? Okay. Cuss as much as you want. Um, well, we, hey, bales. we all find out that none of this matters. Everyone got exactly the same stuff. The labels and it was don't all awful. matter. The labels don't matter. Yeah, it was a bunch of chicken feather boas and some <laughs> horrible, gray, horrible metallic, gray metallic fabric. <clears throat> and yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. So it was, the, the color theme was purple and gray stretch fabric. And the yeah. theme, the actual theme was bitch stole my look. So we got to see what they all do on a level, level playing field. Did you like this? Did you like this? I, you know, this is something that I have thought about for years. Like we, we often see, I think on all-star seven, you know, they had the wheel spin and they got different color materials, but I think it's, it it truly shows the talent of these, um, of these girls when they are using the exact same materials, exact same baseline. And I really like the, the fairness of that. Um, I appreciated that boom, boom was a bit more resistant to giving out advice this time than she was in the first episode. I think my favorite quote of the whole episode was when she looked at Fierce and said, don't reinvent the wheel, just make it roll. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, the you know, that was good advice. I mean, mm-hmm. hey. Uh, yeah, they all, they all definitely turned out to look. Um, I guess we should talk about this Fierce stuff. Like, what do you think about Fierce Delicious? I, I love her. She's a, a drag person that is close to my heart whenever i see her on the streetcar in toronto i'm like hey fears you can't sit next to me uh you know <laughs> um yes yeah. she seems um okay i you know without the context of knowing her outside of the show yeah i i would say that she is not getting the kindest edit in no. terms of likability um but i i I do appreciate her like every time she comes on like it's definitely the most entertaining moments for me and my partner because we just look at each other like is this bitch for real and i is kind of i just hope (laughs) that anyone who is watching this at home knows i don't know i i'm a drag queen not a drama queen so Mm -hmm. if i see this at the bar in the uh backstage i'm not booking it in my show but fierce is fierce for a reason. Um, so yeah, fierce, I, 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 I appreciate her being funny. Yeah, her makeup she, is particularly strong though. Like I, I was really impressed, yeah. especially in untucked, like, whew, I, I couldn't stop looking at her face. She looks so good. She does beautiful makeup and she's very funny actually. And, uh, she just gets in her head and she's bratty and she's a bit of a diva. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate that though. Uh, she's fun. She just, she just has a lot of armor, a lot, a lot on. Yeah, but I I really appreciate her. Um, she seems a little guarded. I do wonder if if that will come down later in the, <clears throat> later in the season, and we'll get to learn more about her. I hope so. Honestly, I mean, like when I was messaging my friends, you know how I don't know if you've had this uh, so far because there's been a lot more queens on American Drag Race, of course, like almost two hundred at this point, I think. Um, yeah. But like you know them, they're your friend, and then they get on the drag race, and then they don't talk to you anymore. <laughs> mm. I mean, that, I mean, season one was very that, very that, very that. Oh, season wow. two, even a little bit. You know, they just kind of don't talk anymore. And But this season, like, Bomb still talks to me. Fear still talks to me. Yeah. 
you know even Vivian was talking to me and I don't know Vivian <laughs> maybe it's because I'm a Camp Wanakiki girl and they're like well we have to maybe. talk to her wow <laughs> <laughs> she's got that out TV money uh, um, out TV money <laughs> woo woo <laughs> Uh, well, you know, that hasn't happened so much to me. Um, I, I know that Trinity still talks to my drag mom and they're oh, still, they still have a good relationship. And yeah. um, really, I don't know anyone else who's been on Drag Race. The only other person I know, I guess, is through Vincent from Camp Wanakiki. I know he still talks with Bosco and they were friends before Work. Bosco was on um, good, Drag Race. Good. So I I love that. I, uh, But yeah, I've definitely heard of those diva moments too. Oh yes, oh yes, it happens. Um, but we got we got that. Um, so there is some more drama to talk about, but it's mostly after these looks. So why don't we talk about the lurks that the girls come All up right. with? I think that I think overall, like the work was very strong. Um, first on the runway is Bombay giving us a superhero realness cat suit purple and silver stripe moment um but she comes out in this weird i don't know she just decided to come as a come out as a sheet ghost which is very close to me <laughs> since did. you know i like sheet ghosts um yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a kink of yours and we don't kink shame here on yeah. school talk um yeah, you know, I didn't fully understand why she had the cape in front of her at first, but when yeah. she moved it, I overall liked it. Um, I I was hoping for a, a little more. I really loved her episode one look. I was I was shocked she was not in the top in episode one, um, mm-hmm. but I, I was hoping for something a little more original with with this look. But it, it it's good overall. I like her yeah. makeup. I think she, I think, uh, like when you consider all of the stuff, like all of the, all the banding and stuff, like it's actually quite mm-hmm. a lot of work. Um, True. so I don't really mind the messy edges. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much time they actually get. I mean, on Camp Wanakiki, like some of the, the sewing challenges in the past three seasons, I yeah. don't think people know so, on Camp Wanakiki, but they literally, like people always complain. It's like, oh, the, the work they do in those selling challenges on Camp Wanakiki looks like crap. It's because on Drag Race, they get like two days. Two like days. Kiki, you get maybe two hours. <laughs> right. The time that they say is real. They're like, it's okay, the cameras hours. are off. Go. Like, we, we, we're excited to see you at the talent show. Yeah. Good luck. So like, There's no air conditioning up there. So if you need to go downstairs to get some water, don't bring your garment. It's literally that bad. Okay. So, yeah, Bombay. I So on the, on the channel, we do nut and cut. Do you nut this? Do you cut this? It's a nut. It's a nut. It's a nut. It's a nut for me too. Good job, Bombay. Living your storm fantasy. We've got Vivian Vanderpuss coming out with this, um, like slick cut, like a burlesque moment. I think this is beautiful. Um, do you not like it? I I do. Um, it's it's certainly not my favorite of the night. Like I, I right. the thing I had the hardest time with was the waistline. It was really really mm-hmm. high for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I she has a gorgeous figure, and so I was mm-hmm. I was sad that that kind of got boxed in. Um, right. I so, guess yeah. I I just love a high high waistline because um you know I'm fat and I need a high waistline. Um, <laughs> so maybe I just don't register that very well. But I think she looks really pretty really pretty uh it's a good job like it's a nut for me because it's just very glamorous with what she got i mean draping draping the stretch fabric Uh, or whatever like that i think that's very well done (laughs) 
true. I, I'm going to give this one a soft nut. The, soft the, nut. the, the waistline, if you look at the back, it was um, mm-hmm. a little off. I don't know if you noticed that the, oh, okay. Uh, it, yeah. Was that an angle instead of straight, but I'll, oh, I'll yeah. be kind. Yes. A soft nut. For I, don't, I don't get that mad at that kind of stuff. I mean, they, they made these things in the workroom. Um, true, true, true. And Giselle Lullaby comes out with, I mean, a true fashion <laughs> moment in my opinion. Like, cause it's like, uh, yep. It's like a dress coming off a dress, boned corset thing off a purple stoned mini dress moment. I love this. And big yes. giant flowing sleeves. This so was cool. This was an amazing episode for Giselle. Um, yeah. She really, like, she had a lot of awesome moments in the, what do you call it? In the, you know, when they, they cut away cut scenes, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, this episode. And she is really, <clears throat> I think this is the episode where they're showing she's going to be a front runner because mm. I did not have her quite on my radar before today. Really? Um, so th- this, do you have something better than a nut? Um, not really. Like just like a super orgasmic nut. I don't know. Oh, yes. It's, ah, oh, she's nut. going off. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I mean, I nut this too. Air went out. I nut this too. It's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, Kimmy Couture comes out and gives us flounce and fashion. Uh, all done with a hot glue gun. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I, that's impressive. She knows how to wear it, doesn't she? Just like... she, She really does great model um i want to know who gave her this wig how did she have a wig that works so well with this outfit um good for her this is a this is a huge nut for me i mean when i look at it like you know it's it's cut well and you know it kind of just falls on her body really well um luckily she has the perfect body to just essentially staple things to essentially um (laughs) which might help a little bit but she just sells that garment and these boots are, the, are those boot covers? Right. No, th- no, those are just boots she had. How did she have giant silver boots? She didn't. It's aluminum foil. Is it? Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, uh, but and you know, I know they give her critiques about the it being like a similar silhouette to I think it was her goddess look. Yeah. But I think that's horseshit. And you, if you mm. need to make something in one of these, like make something that you know is going to work so well on your body. And yeah. the fact that she did this with a glue gun, unless they are um, not sharing something with us, I'm really impressed. Like, how do you do ruffles with glue guns? That is, no, I, I would be crying. Yeah. Maybe she didn't use staples. She just stapled mm. it to her body. I don't know. It looks really cute. Yeah, Kimmy, total nut. Um, and then we got Miss Fierce Delicious. Oh, yeah. Fierce I love Delicious. This. I think she did a great job. She essentially got a corset and she wore it and she glued stuff to it and it looks good. <laughs> it does look good. It looks like the a strap broke on her. Um, I think towards the end of the runway for her, like oh. on one of the, like uh, uh, that was attached to her garter, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not, I'm not going to falter for that. Um, but I, this was not my favorite, but it, it's, mm-hmm. it's still a, a soft nut. And these cool, like, yeah, these cool little garters that she made out of the, the bands, I think is ads and all the fringe. I mean, <clears throat> this is definitely a good example of like <clears throat> what I think a lot of Queens do when they can't. sew. they, they get a corset and they glue stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you no. have the if you have the body and a wig to go with it, y- it'll work and you'll be safe. It happens. Now, constantly. are you are you a sewer or are you a grower? I'm a grower. I, I'm definitely a glue gunner. <laughs> I'm a crafty person. I sew a bit, but mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust myself. 
Especially on Camp Wanikiki, my goodness. I mean, we have two hours to do it. We'll find out about that mess later. Oh, but... yeah. We'll talk about that another day. Another, another time. <laughs> okay, but this is, a, this is a nut. I like it. Okay, Irma God, controversial look of the night. I love this. I do, I, too. I love this. I mean, but we would, wouldn't we? I know. <laughs> Literally, she came out and I was like, she's in the top. She yes. was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, and I thought the critiques were very it. unfair. Irma, Irma, Irma like, doing this look, this is exactly why they tell us camp queens that we have bad taste. But no, uh-huh. this is a sleigh for me. <laughs> well, there's cool stuff that you don't see very often that she uh-huh. did here, you know, like the the huge, uh, uh, like a tabletop kind of skirt. I yeah. don't really know the word for it, but you don't see that in design challenges often. And I think that she oh. should have gotten more credit for that. They exactly. claimed that her, her hymns or something were bad. And I, I just think that is incorrect. I mean, I look at everyone else's hems. Don't come for her hems. It's I so, know. so bullshit. Everywhere you look, there's a hem. And she, exactly. And she <laughs> gives us this amazing headpiece. Um, and I love the bustia. I think it's a nice shape on her. Um, I just think it's well, I think it's nice. I agree. And the other thing too, if you know, if you compare to a lot of the other folks, they just wore a fancy wig that they had or that they borrowed from someone else. Um, But she really made a headpiece, you know, to construct a full look from head to toe, which Uh I don't think a lot of the other people, I mean, she made a whole character. This is, I can't say enough. It's a nut for me. And she started spinning yarn balls, like Mm -hmm. little bolas. Like it was, it was like poi, like a poi dancer. It was great. And it, but that was also her boob padding, you know? And it was also her <laughs> boobs. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a total nut for me. I love this. Uh, you know, yes. just be, and this is what I, I think all, this is a hill I am usually willing to die on is that just because a silhouette does not represent, oh, a current trendy fashion mm-hmm. silhouette does not mean it is not a good silhouette. And I right. think. Drag race and the world just gets hung up on this stuff sometimes. I don't understand. Oh, I, yep, I completely agree with you. So then we got Lady Boom Boom coming out as um, Detox is Jellyfish Dress from <laughs> season five, I believe. Um, our total redo, essentially. I I don't I, like this. I don't like it. I don't like <gasps> it. I'm sorry. I don't like really. It. It's what, fine. What you not like it. It's fine, but I just think. I think it's because Lady Boom Boom really knows how to sew. I was expecting mm. better than this. Like, that is something I could put together. Not Lady Boom Boom. What Was Lady Boom Boom on break this episode? Did she get a massage or something? Like, what happened to Lady uh, Boom Boom here? <laughs> you know, I, I think she just, she doesn't need to reinvent the wheel. She just needs to let it roll. You know, maybe yeah. she's just on that. She was smoking <laughs> in the back room. Just like, you know... <laughs> I Let's hit roll. it off. I hit it off with the produ- content producer. We had a nice time, um, and um, I just put this bullshit together. I'm t- sure I'll be safe. Um, yeah, it's it's a nice maternity dress. Uh, yeah, I enjoy that. Um, it's I something know, I would. Wear. I actually really liked it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I. She came out in this, and I was like, I, w- I would wear that. So I, um, it's a nut for me. I, I, I would wear it. I would wear it. I would wear it. I just don't think it's flattering on Lady Boom. But I, th- I don't know. It's it's a cut for me for various reasons. But you know, it's not bad. Um, yeah, um, she. This is a silhouette that we've seen on RuPaul before. So yeah. I, I kind of I found that aspect of it interesting. It's like her well, baby thing, blue like, look. She, if you know what I'm talking about. She made it. She made it on the show. 
when uh, Detox did it on season five of Drag Race, like they put her in the bottom for it. So I don't know. Like I'm confused. Oh. Fashion changes, doesn't it? Like there's no truth. And then we get Jada Shada Hudson coming out in yet another <laughs> repeat. This looks like Shangela's look from All Stars three when she came out with those that uh, sequin and just like those records on the front of her. Yeah. It's a repeat um, of Shangela. <laughs> and the thing thing is, I don't hate this. I love how stupid it is. <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know the thing for me is the bottom half like the garment that she made like from the neck down it's not that bad but i think it, that yeah. she was just trying to she was so scared of it not being a fashion moment or whatever she put that stupid giant plume on her head and yeah it, it just it because what like in the lip sync later on not to spoiler alert but when she did the reveal with the wig i loved the look actually right. I, I love the how slutty those slits are on the sides yeah um I, I, like the the base garment like I, I hate the circles on it yeah but if she had cut cut that headpiece i would have loved this way more the circles don't make any sense but like those slits are really a moment um mm-hmm. that could have worked i did yeah and the hair is so ridiculous um <laughs> it is kind of like that kennedy kennedy davenport on season three i think when her entrance look when she comes in fully covered in mirrors and a giant uh-huh. like, disco ball moment on top of her head yes um yeah it is kind of giving that i didn't so it's hard it's hard for me to cut a look like this because i think it's so iconically stupid that i don't hate it <laughs> you know what i mean like so I'm I'm gonna give this a soft a soft nut because I love dumb looks. I love dumb I'm, looks. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna cut it. Good I'll, for you. I'll cut it. You, it's just you, that, that, yeah. It, you it, made, it moves you made into the responsible territory place. when she wears the bob later on. <laughs> you made the responsible choice for both of us. Okay, and then finally chaos coming out with <laughs> I uh chaos. Why? Okay, one, I love yeah. that she used uh, unconventional paper material. I love that choice. Paper cool. is very hard to yes. work with, and it gets destroyed like the second time you wear it. As we the, saw. In the the, yeah. The thing I hate about this is that this is the look that everybody has, wins challenges on. They do this starburst moment on a corset, mm-hmm. and they wa- wear it on on the runway, and the judges always go, "Oh my god, that's <gasps> wow. amazing! Wow!" And it's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. Um, I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. I hate it so much. <laughs> I, You know, the thing I hate about it, there's two things I hate about it. One, I don't like where it cuts. It, like, it kind of makes a weird T dress, you know, how, how that cuts at the calf. And, yeah. and no, one, that's never a flattering cut yeah. on people or length on anyone. And so that that is what's hard for me for this, but it's also very similar to the same silhouettes we saw from her. Yeah. And I'm, to be honest, I chaos was one of my favorites from the start because I, I was oh, yeah. really into her looks, but it seems like we're just getting a repeat of that same silhouette, that same design. Yeah. So uh, this is, this is a cut for me, unfortunately, just for those two reasons. Oh, sorry, chaos. This is a cut. And those are the looks. Those are the looks. Um, so <gasps> oh. essentially strong run, right? Wait, I really but- had fun. What, what, what? Can what? I ask you what you yeah. thought about Brooklyn's look? Oh, oh, with the tigers? Yeah, yeah. The, the tiger thing, the tiger sash? The blue Down to the, the boot? With the yeah. tigers all over it? 
I don't know what she's smoking these days. Uh, <laughs> I think she has it tiger was, earrings. I don't know. That was, I don't know. <laughs> she's looked amazing in every episode. And this isn't horrible, but it was like, huh? I was very confused. We went from uh, that beautiful red feather dress to this. Yeah, not my favorite. <laughs> I'm not sure what was going on in this moment for her. Um, you know, maybe a tiger ate her dress and this was all that was left. Hey, we've all been okay. there. We've all been um, there. <laughs> so we've got uh, everyone has to, the tops and bottoms, they all have to say who they think should mm. go home. Uh, yes. Bombay is left on the stage. She's one of the tops. She is one of the only people that says chaos should go home. And everybody else says Jada should go home. And girl, the girls get in their feelings about this. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Jada feels so um, taken advantage of. <laughs> she really does. And I, I felt for her in this moment. Um, yeah. I don't know. Who would you have said? That's the, I mean, that's the hardest question. Like, but they, then I, they, ha- they have to say yeah. somebody. And then, uh, uh, and then this actually really upsets Fierce again, who is safe because she calls out Bombay for uh-huh. being fake because apparently Bombay said, oh, Fierce, you look good on the episode where she was in the bottom or something like that. And I, like, I, I, it's a lot of emotion for safe. It's a you lot know? of emotion. Like, do, I, does, does it ever frustrate you in these untucked moments when it's like, okay, let, let these other people who are, who are potentially about to be eliminated have their moment. Why mm-hmm. are you as a safe individual trying to take up this airtime. I don't know. That just, that grinds my gears. Um, So I was like, girl, knock it off. But. Well, if you're not in the top, I guess you you feel emotions too, especially on these Mm -hmm. shows. I I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I mean, being safe is, you know, you get to play another day. You get to play another day. Like, it's so hard to win these shows. Like only one person out of, 12 wins what is the odds there it's like less it's like seven percent chance to win the show like and several of them are very deserving you know like i i'm i've been very impressed with the talent this season and um yeah i i just i hope they pick the right one so i mean the drama is the drama and i think both of us we're we're both like trying to figure i think like we're looking at each other and like what can we actually say about the drama that that we know is real as we experienced a lot of the stuff on our Mm -hmm. show too sometimes (laughs) like what can we say what can we say (laughs) yeah i (laughs) yeah what can we say i do wonder how much of it is pushed by producers and how much fierce is just a producer on her own because she just seems to come up with these things to say and it doesn't seem like a hey you should go talk to so and so it's like i want to have beef with you right now and i'm just gonna have beef for no reason did you see her at the end of the episode they had finished the lip sync which we'll get to in a minute um and it just pans to fierce everyone's having fun doing let the music play fierce is just standing in the corner with her eyes downcast just like Mm -hmm. the whole time like she is in her feelings <laughs> like if that's not a memeable moment, I don't know what is. It really is. Like <laughs> the thing is, she just looks so beautiful. It's hard for me to be yeah. mad at her. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, I I appreciate this. Um, 
So the the lip sync was between Jada, Shada Hudson, and Chaos to Stranger in My House by Tamia, Canadian artist. Um, yeah. Did you did you like the lip sync? I think they both busted out. Uh, yeah, I thought this was the best one so far. Um, and to be honest, I, like at the beginning, I was really nervous for Jada. I yeah, you know, she took that stupid plume off her head i was like oh, yeah. okay get rid of that and then she did a wig reveal and it, it was kind of rough and then i yeah. was like oh does she know the words i don't know but then i don't know something changed in her and she lit up and i i was really impressed um i think where chaos lost was she d- doesn't seem to uh, she didn't really seem to know how to be really expressive with her face and to just own that song it was like oh, i'm just gonna do a cartwheel here because you know i do and let's do another cartwheel yeah. um yeah yeah so i was sad to see chaos because I, I lose but because i i really do like her but I, I did think jada bested her here yeah it, it was definitely one of those moments <clears throat> where it's like oh my god chaos and jada are going up again like these are two people that in my mind were front front runners to for various yeah. reasons because chaos represents not only like the middle of Canada, one of the prairie provinces, which is amazing to see, and is uh, one of our indigenous queens on the sh- season two, because we just lost Shellazon last episode. You know, like, uh, it was sad to see them up for elimination. And Jada is an icon in Toronto. So, so the lip sync is all done, and Jada and Chaos, uh, they turned it out. It was really amazing. Um, and we have to say goodbye to chaos. We lose our other middle of Canada sister. Um, yeah. It's really sad. I, I was so sad to see see her go as well. I mean, I think she was very important representation. Her and Shell is on both this season. Um, but chaos is also kind of eye candy. I am a sucker yeah. for tattoos. So I was like, oh. oh, Lord. So the one who makes my butt. Do you like the stretched, do you like the stretched earlobe too? Are you a stretched ear, earlobe person? Yeah, it's just another it's just another hole to put it in. You know, it really is. You know, that's the secret hole. <laughs> it's the what, the one, two, three, five, seventh hole, seventh and seven six holes, and seven holes. There might be a couple that's more. The depending, goal. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no it's very cute. So if maybe we could roll around on the prairie sometime. Super cute, really <laughs> talented, uh, incredible um, eye for their own aesthetic which is really refreshing. You know, whenever you see somebody who pops out with like just their whole new aesthetic, I, I kind of think it's almost uh, inspired a little bit by like indigenous dress. Like mm. a lot of those kind of um, heavy uh, hoop dancing, like uh, heavy, like pelted like outfits. A lot of, she would come out like kind of like this animal or beast. And I just right. loved it. Yeah. There, there's know? so many things that she does that are, animal inspired like i, I know she's yeah. in lots of bird looks and I, yeah i'm here for it i just she just needs to do a squirrel look next for y'all um i know we'll get her on the know? podcast and she has to dress up as a squirrel <laughs> <laughs> <It's refined. laughs> well that's that that's the episode and we're moving on to the next one it yeah uh i was uh i've really enjoying this season of drag race the first episode really got me the second episode was horrible yeah um if you watched <laughs> it it was really bad um but these last two episodes have got me back on the train so me too brad gorski brad gorski does return next week so i'm hoping that next week's episode doesn't suck um but we shall see yeah (laughs) i 
I'm kind of struggling with Tracy a little bit. I I just want her to like wiggle Loosen it out. up and yes, yeah. and just um, <laughs> I I, yeah. I don't know because her her voice is very news reporter, you know. And oh yes, <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, come on, have fun. <laughs> like, so it, it's it's yeah. like there's a teleprompter or something. But I mean, she's gorgeous, and I I think that she does have good rapport with the girls. It just it seems like when she speaks, it's always in newscaster mode um but maybe that's just how she's yeah it's always like it's like so i'm doing this dress i'm putting some sequins on this thing that's great tell us about the sequins did they have children like what are you you doing (laughs) and brad is kind of the same way like brad kind of comes in and is like "Mm, that's interesting wow the fashion history is very interesting guffaw guffaw like he's like a low rent version of a fab five you know, Honestly, character. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cressley want to be, um, but uh, I, they're growing on me, but then it gets longest. Um, so, but I, last week we had Hollywood Jade. I loved Hollywood yes. on that panel. He was so uh, real. Yeah. Hollywood Jade was real. <laughs> and, um, this week's guest judge. Yeah. She was amazing. Really, I, I really appreciated when she shared, uh, like I, I don't think we've ever had an educational moment from a guest judge the way that we did totally. with her. Um, yeah. And her fashion was amazing. That yellow dress, oh, oh, yeah, it was so cute. I want one. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're really like. I think maybe by this episode they've really realized their weaknesses in the judging panel mm-hmm. um, because they seem to be just shuffling it around, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Um, and I'm liking the changes. I just yeah. want more authentic people. You know what I think the crazy thing, uh, maybe you will agree, is that most Drag Race series have a comedian on the judging yeah. panel. And Canada, which is kind of a country known for comedians in a certain way, we have no comedian. What is wrong with us? What is wrong? <laughs> right. It, yeah, that, that is, it's very strange. And I, I've always yeah. felt that Canada's Drag Race specifically, it just, it didn't have a positive tone that a comedian would yeah. be able to help with. Um, yeah. you know, and like the people who try to be funny, they're just super shady, funny. And uh-huh. it's, it's, it's not good. Like it's just going to get people to hate them on Twitter, you know? Um, I mean, but- Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's sense of humor is very like, Hey Brooke, do you like my dress? That? No. <laughs> like, it's, it's not funny it's mean, <laughs> it's mean. I, I am glad that they cut the season two and even kind of season one super forced laughter do you remember that like the <laughs> oh my god that was awful i can't but, um jimbo was yeah. on this episode and you know with vanji last episode i jimbo. i think it really changed the tone of things too yeah. so you know jimbo is also kind of shady funny but i felt she made a lot of sense for this episode's judging panel because of what the challenge was um so it's always it's always good to see jimbo i was i was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get the full story between jimbo and vivian um because they definitely know each other and i'm pretty sure that jimbo shaded vivian (gasps) <gasps> um on her season just kind of saying yeah the girls in victoria they don't really book me they don't get me and she's a hundred percent talking about vivian and her crowd oh. <laughs> so we want to know the tea spill the tea spill the victoria night. people 
Victoria yeah. is such a tiny little island off the coast of Victoria. There's so much drama there. Really? <laughs> yeah. I it's so interesting. I'm learning so much about Canada. Like this is this is so cool. Um I feel like there was something else. Oh, from the episode. Oh, I loved what did you think about, you know, Kimmy's discussion, like her story about oh. her starting drag and then uh, the gender with getting booked. I know that that's something that you're really passionate about, right? Like uh, booking oh, yes, yes, yeah. because the, the gender she, people didn't want to book her because they thought she looked was a woman and she's like, I'm actually not. And then it's like, and then they also got into the t- discussion bomb really brought it on, uh, got on bombs, moralistic high horse, which she often does. And she's like, ah, well, you know, women we steal and we appropriate from women and therefore <laughs> they should be allowed and drag and i'm like yeah 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 um it's true it's true like they why are we so picky about gender gender is changing so yeah and i, I believe kimmy is kimmy is a trans woman and so hearing her story like especially as a non-binary mm-hmm. person like and being under that same umbrella i think that it's mm-hmm. it's really important to have entertainers of all different genders no matter what they are like outside of drag um, or yeah. how they express in drag too, because my favorite yeah. shows are the ones that are diverse with the types of casts that they have. Um, so I, I was glad that yeah. she educated on that a bit because I don't think people understand that yeah. there are certain marginalized folks even within our own marginalized queer community. Um, so absolutely, it, yeah. I mean, like, come on, ten years ago the drag scene was so different than it is now as we've kind of been into this. I almost want to say like forced PC drag culture by mm. drag race. Even yeah. drag race gets criticized. I mean, like RuPaul, how many times over the years has, has RuPaul been called a turf and a transphobe or a uh, suddenly or a fracker? I mean, like uh, it's almost like at this point uh, we can do no right or we can do no mm-hmm. wrong. Like there's always something to criticize and that's a good thing. Uh, but like, it's also like a really highly scrutinized thing. So yeah. like, we, but we have to realize the reason this stuff is happening is because things are always evolving. Things are Absolutely. always changing. I think and, it should uh, always be the goal to, to do no harm with drag. Yeah. But with that also being said, we have to give grace to people to learn, Definitely. you know, and to evolve. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like elder, elder, queer elders that um, have a lot of trauma from the periods of existence that they grew up in. And mm-hmm. uh, they're not great at evolving. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we have to give grace to each other, too. So, yeah, uh, it is true. But I, I think it, it sucks uh, when we get so boxed in on labels. And isn't drag really just all about breaking down those barriers? Like Truly. playing with gender, playing with who you want to be and all that stuff. Yeah. And the key word there is playing. We're having fun. Yeah. Right? Like, it, we don't yeah. have to be super serious and stone faced while we're doing yeah. whatever we're doing. You know, like, I want to do a fisting number. I should be able to do a fisting number um, and well, not yeah. have to feel like an idiot for doing Ariana Grande. <laughs> and also, and also, like, the breaking down of barriers, it just seems so counterintuitive that, you know, we would then set barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find it so strange when it's like, oh, we have this show, but only drag queens who are cis men can be on it but it's like that Why? doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense same is anyway. it are they gonna give me money let's do it it is what it is it is what it is like who are we trying to keep out i don't i don't really know like it, it just seems like similar to those arguments where the straight guys go and say 
well, yeah, well, we shouldn't have trans people in athletics because, you know, they might, you know, if it's a guy going to go to a girl, then he's going to be stronger and it's an unfair advantage. It's like these what if scenarios are such mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, show me an example. Like, right. be real. Like, Allow me to completely uproot my life and change all <laughs> of my family relationships so I can win a medal. You know, it's, it's fear-based. It's fear-mongering. It's ridiculous. Um, so, no. No, thank you. Um, on that note, uh, <laughs> where can the people find, where can the people find you on the Instawebs? Yeah, Flappy? please, please, please come find me. My handle on just about every platform is Flap J Quellen. That's F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Tip for baby queens mm-hmm. out there. Don't put a Q in your name. That's very complicated. And then, <laughs> but I would also love if y'all subscribed and followed our podcast, uh, me and another non-binary entertainer from Birmingham. We do a weekly podcast called Flapping and Fawning. Um, um, and it, if you want to find us on Instagram, that is flapping and fawning pod. Um, and it's just called flapping and fawning anywhere you get your podcast. So come flap your gums with us. And we're check out flapping and fawning and um, check out an episode coming up soon on their pod where I will be on chatting with them. Yes. And I will be promoting squirrel talk as well. Cause you know, we need to get our Alabama viewership up. That's right. Um, <laughs> you can never have enough. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Um, well, that's it. That's it, Flap. Thank you for joining us on Squirrel Talk. Thanks. It's been fun. I'm going to go put more nuts in my mouth. Yeah, you go say hi to your little squirrel and, uh, well, <laughs> take care of that one because he's special. All right, well, bye, squirrels. Until next time. Ta-ta! Ooh, <laughs>